Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Into the 3 o'clock hour we go. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. We're all a happy family. Yes. 3.01 on the clock. Got a daily gambit headed your way. How did we fare last night? Not so good. Not so good. <laughs> no. Not so good. Uh, speaking of uh, Women in Sports Day, though, Candace Parker back. She's back. To the WNBA. Helped lead Las Vegas to its second consecutive title last year. She's rejoining the Aces. Now to be I didn't f- realize how good Candace Parker has been. She's oh, yeah. been in the league now, Tony, since 2008. She'll be a Hall of Famer. This is her 16th year. She was named Rookie of the Year and MVP her first season. The Sparks. She's been Finals MVP three times, two times. I mean, I'm just she has so many accolades here. I can't even add them all up. She won a championship with Chicago in 2021 and then helped Las Vegas win it last year. Now, she was hurt most of last year, so I don't know if you yes. can classify it as helping because she wasn't there very often. That's I think, right. I think that's why well, she's she coming said, back this said year. She was limited the first part of the season, yeah. but did uh, join them for the championship run. The thing about Candace Parker, she's also big-time broadcaster. She's awesome. You see her on TNT all the time with Shaq and Charles and all that. So she's like at the top of her profession while she's still playing she, her career. I, I love it. Cause That's she, impressive. She's not afraid to mix it up with Shaq or Charles or anybody. <laughs> she's getting there. And she's got the she's got the accolades to go ahead and, and, and talk her stuff, too. So She has more championships than Charles has. <laughs> we know that. Oh, it's been brought up on a couple of occasions. It's been brought occasions. up a few times. <laughs> yeah, Candace Char- Parker. Charles she's can't fantastic. win for losing on that. Fantastic uh, I got a question. Do, do we really need any more information on the Red Sox? Like, do we need any more back scenes of... of the Boston Red Sox. Apparently, we of, do. Of all of the teams that are in Major League Baseball, we probably know more about the Red Sox and the Yankees than we do any other team combined. Combined. Yeah, and but I think yet that's we're why about they chose to get them. we're about to get two more Netflix joints on them. Streaming two, service. Two streaming service is going to on follow. the Red Sox. Red Sox. Netflix. I thought it was only one. No, you got like a Hard Knocks version. Right, of, they're going to follow them all season. All season coming long. up. 2024. And then you have like a deep dive into the 2004 championship, championship team. Oh, okay. Two different Netflix. Yeah. Are they calling it 12 games in October? Because that would be that would be <laughs> That would be, infri- that'd be infringing on, uh, I'm on something. The Red there. Sox. Yeah. I'm going to sue Better the Red send Sox. send a cease and desist. You know, when I saw this this morning, my first reaction was what you had. But then I thought, why are you being a hater? And I then I said. Can, listen, I can get down with the hard knocks version. 
Right, because that's, you know, new. But I definitely don't need any more on 2004 Red Sox. Like, when it happened, we heard about it for, like, the next 10 years. We <laughs> yeah, gotta, we gotta, sure. like, Being somebody that, you know, travels with a baseball team and has done so for that much of your life, I can see that you would have very little interest in this show. They're going to be telling you everything you already, you know, live and breathe every day. I guess there's But I think it'll be interesting to people. I, I You know, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping my wife doesn't discover it. Because if she does, she can make us watch it every week. Why? Why? She loves Hard Knocks. She thinks Hard Knocks oh, is the greatest like, oh, okay. show in the history you. of television. Getting the insight into what a sports team does and watching the football team. And she loves the preseason Hard Knocks. She likes the in-season Hard Knocks. She doesn't care what team it is. She wants to learn. And so I think she'll probably want to watch I, this Red Sox I, I thing. Will, I will be tuning in to see, at least on the hot, the MLB Hard Knocks version, uh, I will be tuning in to see how revealing these cats are. Like when the the when the cameras, where are the cameras going? Like, are they in the locker room? I mean, like you just catching them when they're out in the city. Like, where how how much insight are we going to yeah. get? Tyler has a good suggestion. He said it would have been cool to do it quarterback style and choose three different players or teams to go deep on or players. Cause like the quarterback Netflix, they chose Patrick Mahomes, Kirk cousins and Marcus Mariota. And they followed those guys specifically around, which I think is a good idea. I think you already get a, a there's enough of the individual baseball guy. I don't know that you get the team element behind the yeah. scenes. Like you do in some of the other sports. Are they going to show them doing all I'm, the pranks that they that's do what during I'm asking. the year? That's what, it was funny. One of the pranks came up. I don't know if I saw it on X. Was it the matches? It was, it was when the Scotty Van Slyke got the hot foot. What is that all about? Oh, it's one of the best tricks in Major League uh, Chris, Baseball. Chris, have you heard this? They basically light this person's shoe on fire. Yeah, they, I was a, I was a, a victim of it. A few <laughs> you were times. a victim. You got Back the in my foot. San Diego State days. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the bench between pitching performances sometimes. So You don't want to get caught I was with involved the in this stuff. So, yeah, they take some gum. And it, it's it's a pretty intricate process, right? Cause, oh, yes. Because you got to catch somebody who's, A, dialed into the game. He's paying attention, which he should be. Right. Um, and then from there, you got to have light hands. Like, you get that gum, you push too hard on the heel of somebody's foot, they turn around. But in this case, I can't remember who the culprit was, but I know uh, there were a few guys on the bench that I suspect got Scott Van yeah. Slyke. Uh, and it probably were pitchers. It might have been Kershaw, if I'm being honest. I think it was because they showed him like watching. He he they put the he he loads up the gum as Kershaw typically does when he's not pitching. He's chewing on it. He gets it nice and sticky. He's got about I don't look like about six matches at the end, like kind of squeezed together with the gum. So you stick those into the gum so you that stick the gum the, sticks to your foot. Sticks to the back of your foot. And then you light the matches. You light the matches and you let the foot. Next thing you know, some guy's it, foot is the, on fire. The best part about it is it usually takes a while because those matches got to burn down. The heat has to kind of, the player has to kind of feel it. Yeah. It, Once it, you start it, smelling <laughs> charred flesh, you better react or you're going to be in trouble. That's one of the all-time best but Yeah, the guy right was like kind of mad, like, now, if you guys, yeah, if you light, some nice it, shoes, if you guys he, light my shoes on fire, <laughs> that will be... And that's where you got to know your teammates, right? Because you would never. There are certain guys that are ready to throw hands if you mess up a pair of their shoes. Well, I just don't want to get lit on fire, is all I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I'm about to eat fire, so I don't want to get lit on fire. Don't worry. Well, uh, we're getting questions. What time are we doing this tomorrow? Well, Scraby, I think we should leave it up to you, buddy. When, when do you want to do it? Do you want to do it early? you want to get oh. it out the way? Do you want to build this up? 
I'd do it early. I would too. Get it out the way. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. Let us welcome everybody to the show tomorrow. Let right. you uh, get set. Two fifteen. Let's go. There All it right. is. And then right. because a two twenty really because two twenty two fifteen we'll we'll probably be running late through the first yeah. uh, segment. But if anyway. I was you out there, I wouldn't risk it. Make sure you uh, you know tune in at two o'clock. Uh, Alyssa on the chat said nobody's giving Tommy Fan the hot foot. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> no one's a, give him that. probably wouldn't at appreciate your own, it. At your own peril, there. Yeah, you she just, probably wouldn't appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, all right, two two fifteen tomorrow. Two fifteen. All right. All right. Let's get let's get to daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Scraby was asking me how exactly, you know, these things work. And, and the was, hot foot. Was, the hot foot is just one of the funny th- jokes that baseball players. But the other one is, is uh, there are, nobody really wears a jock strap anymore. <laughs> but you got your sliders. You get some, uh, well... Itching powder? No, not itching powder. No. You get the hot stuff, the stuff that. Oh, and so oh, go, oh, and no. so there's there's so there's like three levels of that. There's like oh, atomic yes. bomb. There's like red hot, and there's one below atomic bomb. This but then there's awful. a medical one. Oh, no. that they call cheese. Cheese. I've seen, uh, and it, I mean, I'm talking about you only need like a, a fingertip of this stuff. You get somebody, you got teammates, like take a little fingertip and rub it around the elastic of the waistband. Oh, okay. I thought you said you were going to put it into the. Well, it, it when you sweat, that's where it hits. Oh. Frankly, I would rather eat a 10 <laughs> than have a 10 placed around my private area. Yeah, you know, Chris, I'm with you on that. Yeah, that's, that's another one that, that has happened. You know, Shaq said that he pulled a prank on someone and it was to. It was to put uh, saran wrap on the toilet and then put Icy Hot on it. And then they would sit on it. Number one, they would get the Icy Hot. Number two, their business was not being done in the toilet. It was on them. And Shaq said he felt really bad because that person had to go. I don't know if this is true, but that person, like, was not feeling good after they sat on it. Oh, yeah. All right. I only have one word for that. Blech. (laughs) <laughs> Tony likes to say. Yeah. All right. The first bet we made last night, Aztecs at Air Force. The Aztecs were nine and a half point favorites in the game. We all chose Air Force thinking it was going to be close, but the Aztecs were going to win. Aztecs uh, took care of business pretty easy, 77-64. The Jaden, sorry, Ladie, over under 18 and a half points in the game. We all said mm. over. 14 points. So yeah. there's 0 for That's 2. That's a quick 0 for 2 for all of us. <laughs> now, Colorado State, they were playing Boise State last night. Didn't write down the spread, but they uh, we all chose Colorado State to win, and I'm assuming they won by enough. 75 62. <laughs> I'm assuming they won by enough. 75 62. They were favored by uh, five and a half. Thank so you, they Chris. did cover. Thank you, Chris. Very good bookkeeping, my friend. Uh, I'm assuming they won by a lot. I so you guys, you guys get that bet. I can't remember what we what we were doing yesterday, but these are very incomplete things that I was sending out. You probably this is probably down. at the point you started to get upset probably. about the tin that you had to eat because now you're even, not even keeping record of no, this stuff. No, I'm not. <laughs> Suns at the Bucks last night, and the Bucks or the Suns, I'm sorry, were six point favorites in the game. 
Suns win 114-106. I said Suns. I don't remember what you guys said. <laughs> we said Bucks. We oh, did. Okay. So you got that one. All right. So I'm two for two now. Final one, Jalen Brunson. Or two oh, for four, by the way. Two for four. Over under 31 and a half points in the game last night. Chris said under. Tony and I said over. And Brunson was under. I literally didn't get it. Oh, I got one right. You got one. I got one right. Yeah. Uh, so the totals for the week, uh, Tony Gwynn Jr., 4-5 and five, mm. with one no bet. Scraby's 3-7, and seven, not good. I'm 6-4, and four, which isn't great, but it's better than us. Hey, better than you guys. You're living you're living the high life this week. And you're yeah, so you are. sleeping on the street. So far. All right. This hour is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Four more Super Bowl bets for us and then Chris's bets. This time we're going to do George Kittle receiving yards. We ended with Travis Kelsey yesterday. Over under 47 and a half. Chris and I said over. Tony said under here. And I can understand either way because... George Kittle sometimes has two catches for 12 yards. Don't I know it? <laughs> Every but Sunday then, I needed him to have a good game. He had two for 12. But then he has four catches for a touchdown and 158 yards or something yes, like that. Yes, he does. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. That's a pretty... I think he's going to spend a little more time blocking I think for so that too. run game. So I that's why so I have too. him under. Uh, then the next bet was Isaiah Pacheco rushing yards over under 68 and a half. All of us went over here. My thought was the Lions ran right through the 49ers defense. I think the Chiefs can do the same. I was disappointed listening to some of the players. They were asked what word or what do you think of when you see uh, Isaiah Pacheco run? And they didn't get nobody said looks like he bites people. <laughs> I was disappointed not to hear that. Were these the players? These being were the asked? players being asked. What were the, some of that? Were they showing respect or? Were... No, yeah, most of them were showing respect. Just like I hear heart. the word "violent" a lot. Yeah, like the way he runs, yes. Yes. elbows and kneecaps. I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to dive in there and try to tackle that. No, guy. I know this. This is the NFL, and I was in high school. But there was one guy on our team that would run through the hole and just light you up every single time. And that was the one guy I did not want to play against in yeah. practice because it hurt. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> CMC, Chris McCaffrey rushing yards over under 88 and a half. Chris and I said over. Tony said under. I'm curious, Tony, why under? I just don't think that he's – I think he's going to have a bunch of all-purpose yards. I just don't think he's going to get there at just rushing alone. Okay. Chris, any additions to the thought here? No, I think the, if the 49ers are smart, they're going to run it right at the Chiefs, which is what the Ravens should have done. And if they do that, Christian McCaffrey is going to be doing the running. So Actually, I think he'll make it. Yeah, the Brock Purdy rushing yard prop might be a good one. I'll look that up. Um, last one is, will the game end in score which is a, a score that's never happened before? Now, I... After I asked this, I thought, is this Scorigami in the Super Bowl or is this Scorigami generally? So how do you think general Scorigami? It's a general Scorigami. Okay. Oh, well, we all said no anyway, so we're going to get a score that's already happened. covers just about every score in the history of football. We had some Scorigamis this year. We did. We get a few once in a while, but I I don't think so in the Super Bowl. All right. I'll be surprised. That's it for my bets. Okay. Here's mine. Clippers home to New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Clippers by six. Tony, why don't you start us off? Clippers have been playing amazing. Best record in the West. So much so that Tony keeps picking the Clippers, something he never (laughs) used to do. Um, They're just, first of all, they're just a lot more likable than they used to be. Why is that? Because of Kawhi? I think because of Kawhi. I think because of Paul George. They just have, they don't have any, you know, jerks on their team. 
they seem like they're all cool dudes. Got Norman, Norman Storm Powell, and Norman yeah, Norman from Powell. High. Yeah, man, they're just a lot more likable than I, I remember them in the past. Nevertheless, they were gonna they'll cover this one. Clippers giving the six. Yes. I'm gonna take the Pelicans. Pelicans Elf. are having a pretty good season, quietly. My guy is playing a lot of games, too. How about that, Scrape? I, I, in, this is me not being a hater, but I am. Uh, I haven't really heard about him this year. By the way, we're going to have to cover some free agency news that just came to my phone. Okay. Yes, involving a guy that the Padres were possibly going to bring in. And now they're courting? not. Courting? They're not courting? Maybe not courting, but we'll talk about it. All right. We're uh, Let's I'm going to go Clippers, up. then. You're going to go to the Clippers and give the six. Yes. All right, speaking of your guy Zion, he's on the board tonight. 20 and a half points is his over-under. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go first here. I want to see what Zion's averaging this year. 40 games played, Scraby. That's pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good, Zion. Averaging 22.1. Doing all right. Goes over tonight. Zion puts on a big show. I'll say over. Uh, Tony? Um, over. Scraby? Over. All going over. Yep. All supporting Zion tonight. Uh, college basketball, UCLA at Stanford. Both teams are 6-5, and five, two games behind Arizona in the Pac-12. Stanford won the first meeting at Poly Pavilion. They're favored by 3.5. Scraby? Stanford. It's going to take Stanford. No, no, no. Oh, I've wow. done this too many times. UCLA is on the... Yeah, UCLA. Taking the points. Yes. I'm going to take UCLA also. They really had a tough run there for a while, but they might be getting it back together. How much are they favored by? Stanford by three and a half. Stanford's by... They're favored by three yes, and a half. Yes, they are. They give me the Cardinal. You're going to give the three wow. and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going for a season sweep. Uh, USD is home tonight to Loyola Marymount. USD gets three and a half points. At the Jenny Craig Pavilion, Tony. USD getting three to Loyola. 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 Yeah. I'll go USD. Whoa. USD. I'm going to go USD. They're pretty good at home. The Toreros not having a great season, but at home they've been very competitive. Scravy? I'll go USD as well. All three of us. And finally, one hockey game tonight in the Windy City. Minnesota, one and a half over the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks still without Connor Bedard. Mm. He he got, I forget what he happened. He broke something. Yeah. In his face. Oh, wow. Well, it's hockey. That is. They don't mess around. Uh, Who are you taking, uh, Tony? Or, no, you're not first. I'm first. Oh. I'm Minnesota. The Blackhawks are really, really, really bad. Uh, Scraby. I'll take the Minnesota Wild. Tony, the Wild, all three of us. So we're all we're all together on four of the bets. So we'll see if we have a little more success when the results come down tomorrow. Yes, sir. There you go. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to break. When we return, free agency news. Scraby's got his breaking free, free agency his, news. Oh, I can't wait to hear who this free agent is. Oh boy, okay. maybe somebody's coming out of retirement. More Gwyn and Chris on the other side. (laughs) 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 326 short segment here before we move on to Sports Court. Scravy, give it to us. All right. Unfortunately, a guy that we've been talking about, a guy that became a fan favorite last year here in San Diego, will no longer be with the Padres. Gary Sanchez is reportedly signing with the Milwaukee Brewers. He's likely to split time as DH as well as catch for the Brewers. It's a good signing for the Brewers. They are, I don't want to say they're bargaining shopping, shopping, but they kind of are after making the trade to get rid of Corbin uh, Burns. It sounds like they are um, in the process of maybe moving... um, Adamus, the shortstop. Who yeah, was they a moved agent. him, and that's a, that's that, a, that's pure, a white sure sign that they're <laughs> waving it. Uh, it's it's they funny. Got William Contreras is a pretty good catcher, an all star. So I don't see Sanchez getting a whole lot of time there. I see him DH a lot. Well, he can play some first base. I think he did that in uh, New York when he was there. Um, yeah, it's funny. It's interesting. We bring up this Brewers news. I talked to uh, their bench coach today on the way over, Ricky Weeks, and uh, he was saying how excited he was for spring training. I don't know if he was lying to me or not, but it's his first year on the job, so maybe he's excited oh, he's for excited that. For he's that got part, something right? to do. But based off the team they had last year, they're not. I don't know if you could be. Like I don't know if you could be all that excited. But yeah, I think uh, that division's going to be Reds, and I think the I Cardinals think are going to bounce back. I, I can't see them being bad again. I, I think it's a because of the division. I think I don't know if you could rule anybody out at this point. Yeah, Cubs fair got enough. A, Cubs got a pretty good team. They've. They've, they might end up with Bellinger well, when it's we'll all see. said and done. They're going to need Bellinger. I, I think a good Bellinger. Who was their other? They had another signing. This oh, they signed. Uh, they signed the, one of the uh, the Japanese, Japanese uh, lefty right pitchers. Yeah, Let me can't think it. of his name offhand. Man, that's a. I got to start getting on that too. The names yeah. of uh, oh, has yeah. Garrett Cooper. He hasn't nope. signed yet. Okay, so no. still there's still agent. there's still names out there. I mean, based if you look at the names, if it just if you get rid of the top, what I think three or four, there's still some pretty good names out there. That at this point, I bet you the price tag is a lot lower 
than what it was at the beginning of the season. And so that's why, for me, I haven't been too concerned because there's still some names on the board that may not be like, you know, four extra wins type names, but certainly some names that can can be in those spots that the Padres have open. So we'll see how that exactly uh, turns. Yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't sweat the. I guess the loss of Gary Sanchez. I mean, you're you're turning this over to Camposano right. now. You traded for Higashioka, and your top prospect is Ethan Salas. So your catcher position looks pretty pretty set. And I don't know about Sanchez as a DH. I know that you know he hit 19 homers last year. It seemed like he hit more. That's because, because we, we celebrated st- it so much. Well, we were struggling yeah. when he showed up. Yeah. But Stu was hitting homers every day. For <laughs> it did seem time. like it, yeah. But since 2017, highest batting average he's had in a season is 232. So you're going to get, you know, a Mendoza line batting average along with the home runs. And I don't see that as being your everyday DH if I'm the Padres. Fair enough. Um, looks like we're going to get a, a, a ruling from the NFL Players Association on if the Niners. Uh, are just complaining, or oh, if they had a legitimate gripe here. I want to know who leaked this story, because <laughs> this is not making them look good at all. This is making them look like whiners. We're talking about the 49ers and their fans crying about no, the tradition no, of the field. No, fans. no, no, no. I was not crying. Uh, yes, apparently they considered even flying back to the Bay Area to do their oh, that would have been That would have been so fun to What I really about. don't... We're going home. Yeah, that's. I, I don't like this whole look. I don't like it, but I will say, it's fair very strange that one team gets an NFL practice facility well, and one team? team gets UNLV's who's, practice who's facility. Who's the home team? You can't stagger the practices and who's have the, them. Who's the home team? Who had the, how did Chiefs. They, I don't know. Chiefs are the home team. So Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs they get the How did the Chiefs get the home? It's their year, AFC's year. Oh, they, okay. Next year it'll be NFC. See, if it was next year, they so would have got the... So just by random chance, <laughs> yes. they're, the 49ers have to go to the, the park down the street to practice. <laughs> First of all, it's not a park down the street. It's a college facility. It's... It's too squishy for them, okay? <laughs> That's what they're saying. I had no idea that you need your field hardness to be 70 to 80. 7 Now I have it. Theirs is at the 50s here at UNLV. Scraby, I'm looking everywhere. I mean, I am, I am doing a deep dive trying to find things that will make you feel better about the 49ers' chances Sunday. But I can't find anything. I, I, I don't I, care. I came across. I know you don't, but I, I, I do. You, you do. I came across no, a story that interviewed four astrologers. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like the real, astrologers like, are in on this too. You know, big time astrologers. Like that, they took this stuff pretty seriously. They say that Brock Purdy, the transisting sun, is crossing 49er quarterback Brock Purdy's Mars and Aquarius. Uh oh, showing that he could burn out. Oh. Or become overwhelmed oh. by the game's pace. Burnout. I mean, if you're going to listen to anybody, astrologers, I, I, they are. I mean, those words should scare you. That straight. should scare the I daylights out. They're all picking the Chiefs to win. By the way, all four astrologers. I don't know that they were talking about the NFL when astrology became a thing. So how can these astrologers put it to the NFL? They figured out a way. Come on, this could be all bad for you, man. Let's go. No, ahead. I, I want people. To underestimate the 49ers. Okay. I said it on the Scraven Show last you night. You know, unfortunately, you know who's not underestimating them, I don't think? The Chiefs. I doubt they are. I said that last the last well, night. The reason that the 49ers are going to win this Super Bowl. Because you think the, the, you think the 70, 76. You think the Chiefs 
are <laughs> underestimating the no, 49ers? I don't. It's the revenge factor of losing the first Super Bowl. If they were playing the Ravens... How many of those guys are still there? A lot, actually. Is like, there? There's, there's a decent amount of starters that a were lot. still there. Like Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. Was Nick Bosa? That was his first year? That was his rookie year. Oh, wow. uh, Eric Armstead. You got Kyle Juszczyk. You got... Um, Fred Warner. Fred Warner. You have... Uh, there's more people I'm missing. George Kittle. George Kittle so was on the sideline. So you think they're still holding on to that four-year... Well, year. Kyle Juszczyk and Debo. Debo. Debo said it took him a year and a half to watch the Super Bowl after it happened because he just couldn't do it because they lost with a 10-point lead in seven minutes ago. Eric Armstead called, recalled the exact play when he knew the game was and over. this all gives you hope that they are Yeah, they're because mad. Kyle Juszczyk said it's been burning in him Ugh, since. Burn. Stop placating me. <laughs> I'm ready. I just want this stupid game to happen. Oh, I just knocked over Tony's camera. Wasn't me. All right. Destruction is not going to get you anywhere, my young friend. No, it's not. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> All right. Tony? Is it me? Sports Court. It's not me. Oh. All right. Well, Sports Court is up next here <laughs> on Gwyneth Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Three forty on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Sports Court. Quickly becoming a uh, fan fave. The more we do it, it's turned actually away from sport. It just should be court at this point. It should just be life court. Life court, right. Because, yeah. uh, you know, we get a few sports questions scattered in there, but a lot of times, it's just about life. You people want us to name your children all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no when right. we became uh, accredited with that task. Yeah, no, we, we've been asked some uh, pretty big uh relationship questions, some baby names, as Chris just mentioned. Um, but we'll see what the sports court looks like today before we do so. Let's check a little traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Of a sports issue, San Diego? Do you need a third party to make a decision? The guys have put on their robes and picked up their gavels. All rise. Here comes the judge. Gwen and Chris Sports Court starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, Chris. If you love Mediterranean food like Chris does, try Spiros for authentic Mediterranean cuisine in Coronado or La Jolla. For dining or takeout options, visit SpirosCuisine.com. Try the hummus. Try the hummus. The best hummus Dude, he's ever tasted. Oh, it's the best ever. I mean, and that's saying something because I've tried a lot of hummus. <laughs> okay. Love hummus. How much hummus have you tried? Lots of hummus. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, trucks full. Trucks full. Over the years. Okay. All right. Sports Corps is where I get some submissions uh, and I bring them to the show. They need some help deciding something. And it could be about something that happened in sports or it could be about something that happened in life, as Tony just said. And we have three of them today. So let's get started with the first one. And here it goes. My kid is eight years old, and she really, really wants to get into sports. I suggested softball, soccer, and dance, but she wants to do none of that. She wants to do baseball. Mm. I don't have any issues with her joining the boys' league, but I'm nervous for her because this is going to be an eye-opener. 
My wife doesn't want to do it at all. She says she knows our child and she won't be able to handle it. I really want her to experience something new that will help her grow. Chris, what do you think I should do? I, I mean, force her into it. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, you've got to work with her. No, she... she the, the little girl wants to play baseball. He wants to know whether or not he... It, he should go forward with trying to get her into baseball or oh, keeping her away from baseball. Sorry, I misunderstood. Oh, no, okay. let her, let her, yeah, give it a shot. There's a lot of young ladies playing baseball out there now and, and playing it quite successfully, I might add. Yeah. I've seen many in the Little League World Series. I've seen stories on many young ladies. I mean, that, to me, it's a little similar to what we discussed with, uh, with the lady from the Jackie Robinson YMCA, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day where it really isn't a story that a young lady's playing baseball. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying she's going to be that good, and maybe there'll be some disappointment. But as Tony said, disappointment builds character really, really well. Sports can, you know, do be a positive even in a negative situation. So I wouldn't shy away from it. What would you... Okay, t- let, let's get Tony's answer. We'll revisit. Tony, what do you think he should do? Should he get his kid into softball or baseball like she wants or steer her in another direction? Um, no, don't steer her in another direction. Let her play baseball. Um, if she's... The thing for me is if I have a daughter that is a willing participant wants to do it, that's really all the green light I need at that point. Um, they're going to put her in a league that she she can, you know, she's going to be with a bunch of kids her age. And I, I assume she's young, right? So eight, eight years old, the boys ain't going to be – some of them she's going to be further along then. So, yeah, let her play. I mean, I think of uh, – what was a young lady – Way back was it Monique Davis? Oh yeah, pitched in the Little League World sure. Series, yeah, was blowing yeah. dudes down with her fastball. Let's put it this way: if, if Woodsy can hit a 100 mile per hour fastball, <laughs> your daughter probably can too. Come on. Uh, I, speaking of that, somebody <laughs> tried to tip them off. Tried somebody to, tried to throw tried you to, under the bus. Tried to on throw that me one. under the bus the other day. I, I had to explain that. myself a little bit. Yes. Um, as an uncle, this is all I can do is put myself as an uncle to my niece. I would be nervous that my nieces would be teased or you know picked on by the other boys because that's what boys do is they're mean and jerky it's the same thing with eating the hot food man she pulls it off and she's gonna have all the respect in the world but i was gonna say i think she should do this and go play i think um oftentimes especially in today's age you know I don't think it's all that. Un- it's 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 much more normal now than it was. Yeah, I don't think that's the the question. I think yeah, the question's more of should I be nervous for her? But yeah, you guys answered it really well. And uh, I think let me know what happens with this one because I want to hear what you have to say to your wife and trying to convince her to get your daughter to play baseball because the wife doesn't want to. Oh. Yeah, good luck with that one. If we'll see. Mama doesn't want it, then. We'll see. Did I miss that part of the question? <laughs> I missed that part, too. Because if I missed that part of the question, I may want to rework my answer a little bit here. Yes, I think I, I said... missed that part of the question. Okay, <laughs> should I reread it? No, it's okay. no, no it says, he... I don't have any issues with her joining the boys' league, because, but I am nervous for her because she, this is going to be an eye-opener. My wife doesn't want to do it at all. She says she knows our child and she won't be able to handle it. Where were you guys for that part? I, that I don't part. know. I missed that part, but I, I, I never want to give up on a kid and say they can't handle yeah. it. Yeah. I want to challenge them. Those things are um, we 
my wife and I try not to use those type of, of words around the kids, that they can't do something. Here's kind of a nice comment on the chat from Renee. Sometimes I feel like as adults we think we know everything, but I've learned so much from my son. It's the truth. It's the truth. I, I try, honestly, I, I try to, at least from my standpoint, I try to only, I mean, you have to, when you have to be real with your kids, you have to be real, but I, I try not to put limitations on them in terms of, things they have in their mind that they want to try to do. Yeah, you brought something to us off the air way back when, and you kind of just stood by and, and let it happen, which was difficult. It was, it was so painful to, <laughs> it was difficult. to do to, to allow that to happen, but there you was did. a lesson learned from yes, it. Yes, so. exactly. All right, thank you for the submission. Here's the next one. I have been dating a great girl for the past nine months, and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes, but there is a really big thing nagging me about a relationship. She has to one-up me on everything. For example, we were playing tennis the other day, and I thought we were just messing around when she tells me she's up five points. I told her I thought we weren't keeping score. She said she wasn't either, but realized she was better at tennis and wanted to, quote, beat me back. I don't know how to handle this. It's not worthy of a breakup, but I am done with the one-upping. Tony, how do I handle this? Who signed this letter? <laughs> I don't Last name Scravy by any chance? I don't have a girlfriend of nine months, so it can't be me. Can't be me. Is this my my go first? Yeah. What? What? How do you handle this? Uh, stop letting your significant other beat you. I think that's that's the first. That's where it starts. Well said. If you don't like it, my man, you're gonna have to keep change the results. Right. It's, just, it's really the only answer because you said it. You've already said it's not. Breakup worthy, and I don't think it is. You're just gonna have to uh, either start doing some things that you're better at, so that you can keep count, or get better at the things that she's wanting to do, so that you can keep up. All right, because you're gonna keep getting one up, buddy, if you don't. I, I can see myself being a little infuriated can, when can, she was oh, like, "Oh, I can see you being a." When she was like, "Oh, I wasn't keeping score either until I realized I was better than you." <laughs> Chris, what should this person do? Work on your ground strokes, pal. Yeah, dog. Work on That's... your ground strokes. I can almost assure you if this was my wife, she would definitely be letting me know that she's beating me. 100%. Okay. This wouldn't even be a question. Yeah, I mean, that's some people's relationships is that they kind of... It's a little um, competitive. Yeah, competitive against each other. It but. sounds like his his girlfriend of nine months is, is competitive at this point. Nine oh, months yeah. is... That's, Plenty a of, that's a long enough time to, to kind of, hey, buddy, you're just going to have to get better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. To the next. I am a huge 49ers fan, oh, and I love how great. much 49ers you all talk. I have a dilemma for the Super Bowl. Some friends of mine gifted me 49er-themed Jordan shoes for the holidays, but I just got them and haven't been able to wear them for any game yet. I'm not very superstitious, but I am a little stitious, and I can't decide if I debut my new shoes on the day of the Super Bowl. Is that a dumb idea or a super or, or is dumb? Should I wear my new shoes, Tony? Tie ten from Carlsbad. Tie ten. Tie ten. <laughs> That's how they signed <laughs> this, it. This has a lot of familiarity right here. You're a shoe guy, Tony. This is your uh, area of expertise. Huh? Do you? The question is: Do you wear the shoes on Super Bowl Sunday? I believe this person. I understand this person. <laughs> I bet you do, Scrappy. I believe this person is worried about introducing a new piece of gear 
to the rotation when you haven't worn it before and you're going to debut them in the Super Bowl? Huh. Well, I'm not one to believe in superstitions. Okay. So I would say rock your new shoes, my friend. Ooh. I'm not shoes, Scraby. I'm just a Oh, yeah, tight Somebody tight like you. Tight yeah. tight yeah. tight yeah. <laughs> Chris, what do you do? I know that Chris is superstitious a little bit. Well, he is. I mean, I just told Scraby before that in the 82 Super Bowl when the Dolphins played the Redskins, I read every possible pregame story I could, dove into the game, got all of the comments, all of the insight, and then the Dolphins lost. Two years ago, they played the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I refused to read one story. (laughs) I paid no attention to anything. I tried to change the mojo, but alas, they lost anyway. Uh, it's not going to matter is the answer. Yeah. You cannot wear them or wear them. The result's going to be the same. But for your own peace of mind, leave them in the closet. Put them on after the game to celebrate if you are fortunate enough to win. That would be my strategy. All right. The chat says... You can prance around town in them if you win. But don't I, risk it. I wouldn't. You would. No, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't wear them. No, don't wear them. Wear them I, after I wouldn't they risk win? It. Wear, yeah, if they win, then go, hey, got my new shoes, man. I'm ready. All right. Sounds like we've got a bunch of superstitious people I'm on, pretty on superstitious. Yes. Um, yeah. Very superstitious. Did you touch the uh, chalk line running out to the outfield, Tony? Sometimes I scraped it, messed it up on purpose. Okay. Sometimes I stepped on it. Sometimes I jumped over it. Seems huh. like the percentage of baseball players who won't touch the chalk line running out on the field is about 90%. Oh, I'd say it's probably higher. Even that. higher. Yeah, Don't sure. touch that chalk. All I, was right. a, I was a rebel. <laughs> you were a rebel. All right, last one. Did you ever talk to the pitcher on the day that they were pitching? If they didn't like to be talked to, no, I didn't. But if they liked, if they didn't mind it? Who was the one that was like, you know not to talk to that Clayton person? Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw, really? Don't talk What's, to him. I don't get it. That's an old school. I mean, uh, Kevin Brown was like that. I mean, he was a maniac during his start. Like, Can I tell did... you something? In high school one time, my mom got off work so she could come to see me pitch because she never could see a game because she worked during the afternoon when we played. She got off of work. She made the pilgrimage out to the high school, came walking over to the fence. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> trying to lock it. As I was walking out to warm up. <laughs> I could see Chris Ella. The look on my 17. face. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> get out! Here. <laughs> I'm trying to focus in. <laughs> Poor mom just yeah, coming to see She was her just baby. trying to be sweet and say hello. She came to the game, the whole thing, and I just, uh, yeah, I lit her up. It's so funny how his kids were yeah. like so, oh, everybody's, so everybody's different, though. Everybody is. Like for me, my obviously my mom and dad didn't get to come to a lot of games. Uh, but when they showed up, I was like elated you, you to see them. Yeah, loved you loved it. Honest yeah. question. Waving from the other fence and everything. <laughs> Was your dad like a, a distraction at these games? He, he was, and so he would just go sit in the like in the outfield, like behind the fence. And right. People took the hit. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, I was gonna say they never took the hit, yeah. but that's where he would try to hide out because then it's not next to like the batting box, right? And it, it, you gonna have to like, and... and then by the time I got to high school, a few high school games, you got to see. If you wanted to go to the defense, I mean, you had to go like it was. You had to earn that that autograph at that point because it was right. way out there. Final one. Uh, I was playing dodgeball the other day, and it's co-ed, and I may have been too much. I was excited to see to be one of the final players left. I picked up the ball, and I drilled this young woman in the face. The team is trying to kick me off the team. I admit Their I was team wrong. Or his, his own team, team. His team. I admit I was wrong, but it caused a, and I'm using this word, a kerfuffle. But they still want me off the team. I even said that I would apologize to this young woman. 
You both do co-ed sports. Chris, what would you do? I don't know that I kick them off the team, but yeah, I do. I do. Uh, that seems a little much, but I do play a lot of uh, co-ed softball once a week. And I'm sorry. I mean, if you know, the 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 girl, the women players on the other team, I, I if they're playing second base, for instance, and there's a force play, I go nowhere near the bag. <laughs> you I just out. I don't even want to ever bump into one of them. Uh, I think it's bad form. I, I, play- I even think it's bad form to try to hit a line drive at the the women players, which a lot of guys do. Because they they have to you know, get on base. Thing to do. It is. Hopefully. It's like you know you get it. We have a girl usually play second base and right field, and you just see guys lining up shots in that direction. But so you know, I'm pretty against trying to take advantage of that. So I would say something. I would create a kerfuffle, but I would not kick the guy off the team. All right, Tony. Yeah, that seems a little strong. I mean, I, maybe I need to see how he went after this chick. Because if his whole team, it's dodgeball. I've played in these leagues Me with too. co-ed. Nobody's like trying to take a woman out. There are those guys, though. But if he went out of his way to like just annihilate her, he shouldn't be kicked off. But he certainly should serve a suspension. <laughs> I remember playing co-ed flag football. One of the guys on my team was a safety. Went after a pass, ball hawked this girl, just knocked her to the ground, and it caused a fight. It, it was I can see that, and I was like, "Dude, what are you doing? You can't just take this girl out." <laughs> All right, that's it for sports court. When we get back, Chris versus the fans for a qualification to a trip for a trip to Las Vegas. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 